0: No bloopers. All right, there we are. You're live on air. <laughs> so, uh, good morning. You're here on WEX Radio, and I'm here in the virtual studio with Vicki Midwood, and we're going to talk about eating disorder week. But first of all, Vicki, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, and, and then why this week is important.
1: Yeah, sure. So, hi everyone. Um, My name is Vicky Midwood and I am the alcohol addiction and disordered eating eliminator. And I call myself that because I help people to eliminate the need, the desire, and the compulsion, the compulsion, I can't speak, the obsession and the compulsion to use food or alcohol or both to help them to feel better and to just cope with life. I do that because that was my story. And it was a long time before I actually managed to work out how to overcome these issues because it's not something that I wanted to talk about. There's a lot of shame and there's a lot of guilt around issues with food. And um, this week, this National Eating Disorders Week is to just help us to be aware that there's a lot more people struggling than we might realize. And, And now is the time to start bringing this stuff out into the open and to just start talking about it that's what it's all about
0: right and how huge of a problem is this
1: it's a massive problem. It's it's always been a big problem, um, but it's been one of those problems that's kind of brushed under the carpet, unless it affects you or a family member. People don't realise how big it is. But we do know um, that the, the amount of people who are ringing up helplines for charities with eating disorders through the pandemic has skyrocketed. So it's massive.
0: Right. And so in in your work, do you work specifically with people who might be find themselves in this situation?
1: I do work with people who have issues with food, but often it Mm -hmm. it manifests itself as people struggling with weight and and serial dieting Mm -hmm. or emotional eating. And they don't necessarily realize that there's a little bit more going on for them because they've not kind of looked at why they keep repeating these patterns and crucially how they can stop doing it. So oftentimes people come to me for weight management issues. um, And then we start to really uncover what's
0: what's going on yeah was just interesting because it's just in my head i just thought um and this and i might just be completely out of touch but you kind of get a sense that like eating disorder you tend to associate it with females
1: right and that's one of the things that that this whole week is about, because it really is not just females. It's actually, well, the last statistics were sort of 60-40 split between females and males. And I think since the pandemic, that's getting closer and closer to 50-50. So it's not a female issue. And you only need to look at social media to see how much stigma there is now on guys to to look a certain way to behave in a certain way and you know there's there's so much more imagery around about what a guy should look like that you know young boys young boys as young as 9 years old are are coming to the medical profession with with anorexia so yeah it's very much girls and boys and and really young ages it tends to start and it carries on you know i get clients coming to me who are in their 70s who have been struggling with this stuff for
0: decades mm. and you think it's a society thing that drives people this way as you say like with social media and the sort of um everyone wants to put their best picture forward and you and we we kind of um glamorize it in a way if you look at any magazine cover if you look at the stuff coming through on social media you look at you know your i saw was it you that posted the the picture um With the supermodel being more known than the young lady who's like 19 or something, NASA's youngest astronaut. Was that you that posted that?
1: It wasn't me that posted, but that is a classic example of of how people get famous. And I don't think that we can blame social media, but I think social media exacerbates an issue that was already there. and as a society, as, as human beings, we know that we find each other attractive in like not 0.3 of a second or whatever it is. And we judge on physical appearance. We absolutely do. And over the decades, there's definitely been a, a shift in what we in Europe consider to be attractive in both males and females. But it's very different if you think about it, if you go to different cultures where being larger is regarded as as being more attractive and a sign of wealth. Society very much does dictate how we look at our bodies. And that then translates to how we feel in ourselves because it's how we interpret what we think we should look like and what that then actually means to the outside world. So it's it's not just social media, but it definitely doesn't help.
0: And how do we make the shift? How do we move that shift in terms of changing the way we um, think about our bodies or experience our bodies? Like, I'm very much into the gym and working out and and I'm into strength training. So it's always, for me, it's what the body can do, not what the body looks like. So how how do we make that a a bigger part of our sort of mindset? Well, that's
1: a really great, great question. And And now is the perfect time to think about how we do that. And the answer is we put the focus on health, not on size or on weight or shape. And what better time to focus on health than in a health pandemic? Except mm. that's not been the message that we've been getting from the media. It's all been about locking yourself away and, and getting a vaccine rather than actually focusing on the stuff that we can do to actually help our health. And a healthy body will function well and when i talk about health i don't just mean about your physical body and absolutely exercising and going to the gym is part of it but also looking after your brain which is part of your physical body because it's your brain and your nervous system as well as your gut that are going to dictate your mood and therefore the food that you choose is going to affect how you feel and that will affect everything so we have to make the connection that the whole body the brain and the body is going to be our focus. We need to sleep well. We need to look at the language that we're talking to ourselves about ourselves in our own heads. And we need to look at stress management and who are we surrounding ourselves with? What's the environment that we're in? Toxins, chemicals, all these kinds of things are, are also factors in our health. And those things will affect some people's eating disorders and they don't know that that there's a massive physical element to it, as well as an emotional element and a, and a trauma element too. So we have to look at health as opposed to weight, shape, or size.
0: Excellent, awesome. and what are some things people can do this week to support the national Disorder eating disorder week?
1: I think the biggest thing that people can do is to start talking openly and honestly about how they are feeling, especially in this pandemic, and if they are turning to food or alcohol or both to help them to cope, look at what it is that they are actually trying to get from it. If you suspect that you've got a teenager or a young child who is struggling with food, um, I've got a handout uh, that people come and look at the classic signs that you can notice. Um, but the key is avoid trying to confront somebody if they have, or you suspect that they have an issue because it's already something people don't want to talk about. It's already secret, it's hidden away behind closed doors. So start the conversation and listen To what the person has to say rather than giving your opinion or telling them what they should do right because they probably know what they should do but they're Mm -hmm. not able to do it so i think the key is start conversations start listening and reach out uh, to chat with somebody who understands what is going on and how they can help there's a lot of charities out there who can help you so seed is is an eating disorders charity beat is one that many people have heard of there is the um, anorexia and bulimia uh, site that's on there. So if you just Google eating disorders, charities, help, there's a lot of people waiting to help and to talk to you, but ultimately know that it's not your fault and you can get help and you can escape because it feels when you're in it, like you'll never escape from it. Um, And anybody listening to this who has a disorder will kind of know what I'm talking about so just being able to speak to somebody who you feel you can trust who is not going to judge you is one of the best first steps that you can actually do
0: awesome and if we want to know more where can we go to do you have any links for us and also links to your websites i know you're supporting in a big way on social this week as well yeah
1: I absolutely am. So on my website, uh, there's two things that you can grab and they are immediate downloads. So you can, because a lot of people are not actually sure that they've got an eating disorder. So you can download the assessment quiz that I've got on there, which is just literally, you'll go down the list of questions and go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And you can also download um, uh, the Common Signs of Disordered Eating. And that's really helpful for both you if you suspect you have got an issue, but also for parents if they're wondering about teenagers, young adults or young kids, and um, just to have a little read-through. And on both of those handouts, you can then connect with me and just have a chat about what's going on for you. And I would love you to just pick up the phone and just say, I don't really know what's happening and I don't even know what I want want to talk about, but I've picked up the phone. That would be a great first start.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Vicky. All right. Well thank you for joining me today. And uh we look forward to seeing your what you're putting out on social media and supported this week as well. So that'd be great.
1: And anything you so that I can do actually, just let please. me know.
0: I'll just share it along as well. Spread the message. Thank you. I <laughs> will awesome. brilliant. Thank, thank you, you so
1: much for having me and thank you for listening, folks. Have a great day.
0: Awesome.